0: I'm Noah Brown, and welcome to the Pep Talk Best Business Insights podcast, where you can find daily tidbits of knowledge on all topics business. On today's episode, we hear from Brian Scudamore on Profit Power Pursuit. Brian is a serial entrepreneur and CEO of O2E Brands, a holding company that oversees a variety of brands, including the famous 1-800-GOT-JUNK. In addition to founding 1-800-GOT-JUNK over two decades ago, Brian is also a frequent contributor to Forbes, often discussing franchising and corporate culture. If you enjoy this episode and for more content, see the link in the description to subscribe to Profit Power Pursuit on iTunes.
1: As you relaunched uh, as one800 got junk, what was your strategic focus? when you were thinking about, like you said, making it so much bigger than just Vancouver or just the Pacific Northwest. Um, what uh, what was your strategic focus? What were you really focused on to make that
2: happen? It was finding partners. It was finding great people, what we call entrepreneurs, people that could find their entry point into business through our formula, our systems. And so my first franchise partner, my first entrepreneur was a fellow named Paul Guy who ran my Vancouver operations. He was flying every couple of weeks back and forth to Toronto to visit his girlfriend. And finally, he decided to move there. And I said, why don't you go start the first franchise? He had never considered it until that moment. And somehow our ideas connected. And he said, wow, this is unbelievable. It'd be a great opportunity. He took it and ran with it. He created uh, what is today a $10 million business in Toronto. He also owns franchises in some of our other O2E brands across North America, as well as 1-800-GOT-JUNK, and he's built this massive business. So what the strategic focus became was how do we find more people like Paul? How do we find people that want to be entrepreneurs, that want to be their own boss, who want to build a business with some assistance, with a system and a recipe that has been proven and so that became my job getting out talking to the press talking to the media and just telling my story and we got pretty lucky we landed on the oprah winfrey show wall street journal cnn a whole bunch of great press that helped to spread the word of what we were building and the type of people we were looking for
1: I love that your focus was on people and specifically people like Paul (laughs) Um, as a way of really growing the brand. It wasn't about the money. It wasn't about, um, you know, how many customers you could get in, although I'm sure that was part of the plan, too. Um, But I love the, the, the focus on your franchisees. So. I was hoping that you could talk a little bit about franchising and why you were even focused on franchising from the from the get go, um, because I think that that's something that we're all sort of familiar with. Like we know that the McDonald's we go to or uh, the hotel that we go to maybe is a franchise, but we don't you know, we don't know what that process looks like on the inside. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, for
2: me, franchising was. Something that I remembered as a model from hearing about Ray Kroc, who started McDonald's and bought the business from the McDonald brothers and decided to put this system in place that could be recreated throughout uh, cities all over the world. And never been a massive McDonald's fan from the, the food side, but from the business systems and processes and consistency, I thought this stuff is brilliant. And I wanted to follow in uh, in Ray's footsteps, so to speak, of creating a model where The ownership was held by someone who had a vested interest in building this business with me. So I've always been a big believer that we're building something much bigger together versus something that one of us couldn't build alone.
1: Mm, I think that's something we can all get behind. So that kind of leads me into my next question, which is, what do you think franchising has allowed you to accomplish that maybe maintaining corporate control would have not allowed you to accomplish?
2: I think franchising has allowed me to amass a group of people who are, are, are very similar in our style of creating something. It's customer-centric. It's a business that we're building together. And what we've really done versus doing it corporately is because people have ownership and that one person like Paul owns Toronto or Tom owns San Francisco, they are giving us feedback as owners, as partners to say how do we build this bigger and better? How do we improve this, the entire system, not just for Toronto, not just for San Francisco, but how do we make this better for everybody? And so franchising has been the perfect crowdsourcing model, if you will, where we get ideas and feedback, the the wisdom of crowds, we've got all these wonderful, brilliant minds of people contributing ideas and experiments towards making all of our businesses perpetually better.
0: If you enjoyed this episode, remember to subscribe to Profit Power Pursuit on iTunes. And that's all for today, Pep Talk Nation. Be sure to listen in tomorrow for more quality business insights.